Welcome to Galaxy Forum. I'm your host, Melissa Kaplan, and we're here to explore the creativity happening in the LCC Galaxy, in our classrooms and on campus, and connecting the work of our stars with our community. Over the past decade, our area has seen a significant increase in demand for qualified insurance professionals. But until shortly before the pandemic, Lansing Community College didn't have a focused training area on insurance. That changed when LCC School of Business developed an associate degree track in insurance and risk management that includes workplace experience with a number of local insurance agencies. To talk about LCC's insurance program and its community impact, I'm delighted to welcome our guests today, Mary Stucco, LCC's insurance program faculty chair, and Mike Morrow, a director with the Accident Fund who oversees marketing and underwriting for the 12-state Midwest region. Thank you both for being here. Hello. Yeah, it's great to have you. Thanks. Thank you. So I'd like to begin with the demand that prompted LCC to build this program. We may have had some classes prior to that, but I guess I'm, I'm really curious in taking a step back. What sparked the increased demand for insurance professionals is probably something you both can talk to. Yeah, you want to start with that one, Mike? Yeah, I would say from our standpoint, the, the industry has a, a talent gap. Um, you know, for a number of years, we didn't do training programs. We didn't uh, didn't didn't really bring in the next generation of insurance professionals. Um, and, and now we're in a situation now where the generations are, are getting ready to retire, um, and we got a, a tremendous talent gap there. So, um, you know, working with LCC as far as uh, developing the program and, and getting it up and running um, really is helpful from our standpoint because you know we also we need people that are um, at the service level. We also need people that are, have have a sales background too. So we definitely are looking for LCC to, to kind of fill some of that gap for us. Yeah, this is one of those things that it's not just a Lansing area, though. We're surrounded by a lot of insurance companies. It's actually a national uh, issue. So even talking to the big schools like University of Georgia, I was talking to them when I was developing the program. And they've got, I think, close to 1,000 students in their program. And they have a 97% placement ratio within three months. And they don't have a hub in their community like we have in Lansing. So this is something that, you know, students can go anywhere. Um, we hope to keep them in Lansing, but there's also openings in all sorts of areas. It's not, you know, agents obviously are looking, but we're seeing a lot of home office underwriting and claims and marketing and accounting and actuarials. So it's a very diverse area. So if you have an interest in something that you want to study, you can probably most likely in many areas carry it into the insurance industry. Um, so that's it's been something that's been going on for a while as far as a shortage concern, and it's definitely going to continue to grow. It's not something that's just going to disappear. You know, I think as the students find out about the, the opportunities that are available at the agency side, again, being in the service or the sales side, on the company side too, I mean, traditionally you're looking at claims, you're looking at underwriting, you look at marketing, but... You know, we have a finance department, we have an accounting department, you know, we have a number of, you know, human resources, a number of other other areas where as students become aware of that, that that, that could be a career for them, you know, depending on their, their area of study. There's yeah. so much that you've both just touched on in that that short introduction, the, the placement potential, 97%, that's pretty impressive. Yes. And then um, just, uh, you know, as, as, a, as somebody who knows insurance as a purchaser for mm -hmm. personal needs. Mm -hmm. uh, 
I look at the industry and it, it's incredibly complex. That's probably even an understatement because there's personal, there's small business, there's liability. There, and, you know, within personal, there's all the home and auto and health and then, you know, the whole area of risk management. Mm-hmm. Mary, what was important to you in developing this program and and, and to you, Mike, as a, an advisor, uh what was really crucial uh, for the LCC Insurance and Risk Management Program to include for students? Well, I think for me, the biggest thing when I got this started is I pulled all the big insurance companies into our conversation. I pulled the insurance companies in. I pulled the high schools that have programs in. I pulled the four-year schools in. Because not only are we concerned about you know bringing those high schoolers in, we want to make sure our classes are transferring to the four-year schools for students who want to do that. Um, but having the input from all the different insurance companies is so important. They all have, you know, different areas of specialty because we've got Delta Dental, we've got Hanover, we've got Farm Bureau, Michigan Millers, all different sizes and shapes. But it's also, you know, making sure we're developing the students to have the skill sets. And it's not even just in the classroom. We're also the first community college in the country to have a Gamma Iota Sigma, which Accident Funds have been a huge What's supporter of. What's a Gamma? It's a business fraternity. Do you want what to talk about What is the more? name of that again? Gamma Iota Sigma. Yeah. Gamma. So, yeah, they, 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 and I refrain from calling it fraternity because it, it is, you know, um, the, the female and male students are both involved in it. But it, sure. it, it's a social organization that really it helps the um, students get more involved. Um, as far as the the running of the chapter, so each there's a, over a hundred chapters within within the U.S. So uh, four or five of them are here in Michigan, and as, as Mary mentioned, LCC is the first community college to have a, a chapter of, of Gamma Iota Sigma. That's wonderful. Yeah, and so you know it, it, it's you know gets them some of the soft skills, you know the the resume writing, the you know the mock interviews, you know it also gives them the opportunity to actually lead the chapter, so they can be the vice president or the president, and that then gives them additional training that they can do as far as skills that they could learn there while they're students that they can carry forward uh, in, into their into their careers. Absolutely. And I think, you know, like Mike and I were just talking before we came on, we're going to be down in a few weeks down in Charlotte, North Carolina for a conference. So we do get to interact with all these students from, from all over the country at all these different schools and, you know, to have those conversations with those students, but also the industries there. And so it's a great way to serve students to connect here of companies they'd never heard of before because they're not in Michigan and um, just start building those relationships. And, and it's kind of interesting. We're talking about, you know, building the resume and also practicing those interviews. And one of my students, his name's Martin, and he's just recently graduated from from Michigan State, from LCC. And he was telling me when he first started doing this, he was his... He needed work. You know, he needed really sure. a lot of practice with his interviewing skills, with his resume. And when we went to uh, the international conference last year, he went in and did it again. And pretty much everyone said, you know what, we have no more comments for you. Everything looks perfect. That's and impressive. And that's the point where, you know, you, students do this enough. You want them to feel like they're doing a really good job at interviewing, that they've got that great resume put together. And these are the HR people usually that are giving you that feedback. So if they're good with you. And so he was really proud of himself because he knew where he started and where he went along too. And, and, it's, and it's more about just, you know, I have a good resume and I can interview, but it's also development skills of working with people and talking to people that he grew a lot. He, he really has. And, and really mm-hmm. another example of that is networking skills. So when, when you're at an event and it's an insurance event and everything else, I was just last week, uh, Martin walked up to me and tapped me on the shoulder. We had a good five or 10 minute conversation about where he's at and where in his education, he's graduating in December, what opportunities are available and everything too. So it, it really was nice to see that development of the student from 
being nervous and quiet to where he's now, you know, coming up to an individual at, a, at an event and, and actually having a conversation with them. That is incredibly valuable. And what great experience to be able to get that layered in with your academics, mm-hmm. because it's, you know, so many people, we end up with our degree, but we don't necessarily have that experience. If we're lucky, we've gotten some of it, or maybe we're naturally inclined. Probably the vast majority of people are not naturally inclined networkers. It's a no. definite skill, right? It is. I think most people are very uncomfortable. <laughs> I think we both probably had times. I think Mike and I have gotten better at it, but there was times in our younger lives that we didn't really enjoy it either. And there's still rooms you walk into and like, oh my gosh, I'm a little uncomfortable. Don't know anybody here. Um, so I think it's something we all have to work on. And I think especially now, you know, we're coming out of kind of a rough period of time where we couldn't network. And so, you know, some people might feel more uncomfortable than they did before. So we really do work to develop these well-rounded students who are not just, you know, book smart, but also able to go out and really honestly take on a job and feel like they can contribute to that company. That's, that's so valuable because in insurance and in a lot of fields, a big part of what you're doing is that interpersonal interaction you know it's customer service it's understanding other people the ability to listen and then guide and in order to do that you really do need good interpersonal skills so that's that's wonderful to to hear that on the academic side as I was thinking before you know saying before the complexity and the different directions people can go in an insurance how does LCC address that is it is it fairly general and then they move on and specialize with a, a job or a four-year degree? We are we are preparing them with two different designations. One's called the AINS, which is the Associates in Insurance, which, you know, not it's different from the LCC Associates in Insurance. It's an insurance designation. And then we have what we call this is CPCU, which is another one. And we don't offer all the classes, but it's one of those. I think there's like eight classes all, all together you have to have and pass. There's national exams for that. Um, where the first uh, community college to get a waiver on two of those classes that they have a B or above, which a lot of the four years have that already. So it saves them some time and money. Um, and when they pick, those does have a couple different tracks where it can be focused on personal lines or commercial lines. And so students have up to five years to declare which ones they want to waive on because we're offering them both um, so that they know that, you know, well, I'm going into commercial lines. So I'm going to finish up my CPCU in the so- commercial lines. Personal lines and commercial lines for me and and for listeners who might not be familiar with that term. What does that distinguish? So personal line is going to be like your home, your personal auto, your renter's policy, things like that. The commercial is going to be farm. It's going to be your, your, your small business owner. You have that. It could be, you know, the Walmarts out there, your Federal Expresses. It can be a lot. That's a, probably a lot more general, but it's also personalized as getting into your financial planning mm. portion of it. You know, what are you doing with your life insurance? What are you doing with, you know, your annuities? And, you know, especially now when all of our, when none of us want to look at what's going on oh, with please. our 401k, <laughs> it's not good. So, but you know, those things are cyclical and they'll go, go back up. But, um, so that's, you know, we also have to address that. So that goes along personal lines and it can also go into commercial lines because you're looking at group health and group life and all I that. I see. I see. Thank I, you. I will need to add too. The commercial lines will include workers' compensation. Oh so yes, I'm so sorry. That's quite all right. <laughs> if the employees get hurt at work, that's what Accident Fund does: is workers' compensation. So if the employees get hurt at work, we uh, pay for their medical bills and uh, pay for their wage loss as well. So a little I plug see. there. So. Yes, we have to. You know, how long have I lived in this area, and how long has Accident 
fund been around? I didn't realize that. I should have put the accident and the accident fund together with that, but I was going to ask what, what the, the focus of your company is. Yeah, they're one of, they're the big one. Yeah, we, we're really, the whole as far country. as Michigan goes, uh, we've been around for over 100 years, so um, and, and definitely number one in the market share. Um, but it, we've in the last 20 years, we've expanded into other states, so we're actually working to try to get our, our market share up in, in the Carolinas and, and uh, Kansas and Iowa and Minnesota and everything else, too, so we're definitely definitely growing. That's so, great. Yeah. So you mentioned that that this area is a hub mm-hmm. for insurance. Uh, what other insurance companies and and why is it a hub? Is it because of the capital? Yeah, being here? I okay. would think so because the lobbyists sit there and there's multiple hubs throughout the country. I actually thought we were the biggest, but I don't think we are. It sounds like there's some other ones that are pretty big too. <laughs> I think we're safe saying we're the biggest in the Midwest. Yeah, um, we'd like to be able to say we're the biggest, but uh, I don't think Lansing quite has that that. Uh, that title yet. Okay. So. Yeah. But yeah, so we do, we have a lot, you know, everything from auto and owners, accident fund, farm bureau insurance, Jackson national, or they call by Jackson. A lot mm-hmm. of people don't know when I say it that way. Um, so there's a lot of companies, big and small that are uh, right here in the Lansing area, which is a great because those who, you know, necessarily don't necessarily want to move the way they can be here. But one nice thing about the LCC program, and we're the only associates degree program in the entire country. I didn't wow. realize that when I was developing it, <laughs> but there's a lot of Mary. That's an, that's really impressive. It, well, thank you. We're really impressed. But what's happening? And is it's that just been a few years. Yes, yeah, so we're starting our fifth year with okay. the program. And so what's really exciting is that people are hearing about us. I think through our, our students' activity in um, Gamma Iota Sigma, and also just when they go out into the workplace, they're honestly really kicking butt. We do have 100% placement when students are ready to go into the insurance industry. So, and a lot of them are starting when they're still in school. But we're getting a lot of attention nationally because we do have that associate's degree. And um, so we're getting approached to possibly doing something where students from other states can take classes here because we're doing what we're calling the lecture capture, which means they can be in the classroom, they can be on a live WebEx, or they can watch the recorded WebEx recording of the lecture afterwards. And so this is our second year doing that. And it does give a lot of options for students who have to work, which is a lot of them. Right. I have students I have never seen, but they're getting a four point because they're watching the lecture afterwards and they're doing very well in the classroom. But is that also called high flex? It's also called high flex. Yes, I'm sorry. That's kind of like the new way we're calling it. Yes, the buzzword. (laughs) I call it lecture capture because that's how it was when I started. Now we renamed it. Lecture (laughs) capture is descriptive. It makes you understand high flex, you know, is that a a product that you drink or it sounds like something you build your muscles with? It does like it's a good workout for your it brain. Is, it is. Uh, but it's it's really nice. It gives students flexibility and they can change every week. If they got a week off, they can be in the classroom or if they just learn better that they need to be in the classroom or need to watch that live WebEx so they can ask questions as they go. Um, so that's a real appeal because that's something that you don't have to be in Michigan to do that. That's powerful. So that, it is really cool. And, and what we're doing, what we're teaching is nothing... Um, really out there from what all the other schools are you know we're staying in line with that so um you know they're same similar stuff that they're learning down at florida state you know they're learning at lansing community college so and our students are doing great we have really high energy students who are really engaged in the program and 
um, excited to go into the industry. I think a lot of them don't know where they're going to go in the industry. And that's why we encourage internships and taking jobs early because you got to find the right company that's the right fit. And I don't think there's a bad company in the Lansing area. You know, I think they're all awesome. It's just where do you want to work and what do you want to do with your degree? So, so in is an internship built into the yes. associates? Yeah, they do have to do an internship. So, and then if they've already got it, some of them already have a job in the insurance industry and they're going back to school because they haven't earned that degree yet. So we do, you know, we work with them on that since they can't really go get another job. They're not going to leave their full-time jobs. So, so I've, I've got like five questions in my brain, but one of them is if a student is already working in the insurance industry, but they don't have a degree, what what might they be doing right now? What Paint that picture and what will the degree enable them to do? Well, I think well, you, you see a lot of that too. I'll say from what, students that are currently enrolled in the program, they might be in the mailroom, they might be in billing. It's like a lower entry job. The entry level job. The entry job, but now they want to get promoted. So what yeah, are you seeing? It, yeah, yeah, we are seeing that. We are seeing uh, people that are starting out in the entry level and looking for new opportunities. Well, how do, how do I get to the next level up? And it's like, well, you can take this class you know, and, and, you know, the INS classes, I mean, like you said, it's an industry-wide program. So the fact that they can take it as far as LCC and at the same time doing the class, get their associate's degree, that, that's, that's a bonus for them. Um, and, and, again, larger, larger employers like Accident Fund, Auto Owners, and others, um, when they decide to go after those degrees and everything else, their employees, a lot of times the company, their employer is actually helping to pay for that as well. So they get the benefit there as far as, you know, getting the class, getting the degree, and also getting support financially from, from the employer as well. That's that's good. So kind that's of a why no I, miss. Yeah, so that's why I see some of them who decide I'm going to go get my job now and continue on with school because they do have tuition reimbursement or at least help with some of those designations. And for students watching their dollars, that can make a huge difference whether or not they can go on with school or not. I think the Michigan Reconnect program has helped a lot. We see a lot on Michigan Reconnect coming back to school. That's really tremendous. That's yeah. the program that enables people 25 or over yes. who don't yet have a degree to get complete financial yes. support. So that's been a huge driver for a lot of a lot of students yeah. to come back and get that degree. Right, right. I do. Well, I already have a degree, so. But I'd you like wish you had the Michigan Reconnect, right? I know, I know, <laughs> definitely. So uh, taking the, those that, that path, kind of my question to the next level, what can you do with a, a an associate's degree versus a four year degree? Why might and why might some students want to pursue uh, a four year degree besides a love of learning? Yeah, well, I, th- I think for us, I mean, and, and we're we're adjusting this as well. I mean, there there are certain positions we have at what I would call professional level that might say you know four year degree or or work equivalent, and, and I think we're we're really looking at it as far as that work equivalent and, and, and utilizing that. So <laughs> somebody, in fact, we just promoted somebody into a professional role. She's got an associate's degree. She's still working on her bachelor's, um, but she also has done insurance classes. She's been working for us for five years. She's moving into that next role. So I, I think as from an entry level standpoint, if they want to enter in into the in, into a professional level, then the four year degree probably is probably be more helpful there. Where nothing against the associates, it's just a matter of there's there's other things you have to do in order to get to that point where somebody coming out of college if they got a four-year degree they, they might be eligible for that that entry-level program earlier i understand that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah so the way what you're describing is very exciting the actual work of insurance what is involved in that? How would you describe that? And then I know it's going to depend on whether you work at an agency or you work at a company and what department. To me, it, you know, there's besides the 
incredible need for good interpersonal skills, there's a lot of uh, math and there's a lot of, you know, what I'd call the actuarial mm-hmm. understanding. I probably can't even pronounce it, let alone do it. But, but you know, tell me about some of the specifics that, that uh, you know, somebody might be involved in. Do you want to handle that? Yeah, sure. You know, I think it really does depend on kind of what they're doing. Um, But I think across the board, whether they're at an agency or at a company, you mentioned interpersonal skills. I I would even say being responsive. You know, that's a case of of being able to respond to somebody if they if they if they call you, you know, answer the phone. If if you need to call them back, call them back. You know, within a certain time frame. If they send you an email, respond an email. Just and be responsive that way. So you know, beyond that, it really kind of depends on what they're involved in. So. You know, in, in, in an agency, you, you could, I mean, usually those are 10 or 15 people. So you're pretty much a jack of all trades. So you're, you might be handling a customer inquiry, you might be handling a customer complaint, you might be handling a claim all within that office. Um, within the companies, you kind of specialize a little bit. So you'll have a claims person that, that when that, that phone rings, it's probably going to be somebody that has had been injured or had some property damage or anything else. Um, you know, and you look at marketing, going out and, and, and selling the company and the products that they have. Um, the underwriting role, I always feel like I have to explain that a little bit. Um, it's it's kind of like a loan officer. I mean, if you were to go get a loan, you'd, you'd, they would gather a bunch of information, decide if they were going to give you the loan and then what it's going to cost. That's the underwriting process. I see. So we're, we're, you know, if you want to get involved in that where you're making decisions and, and going through that sort of process. So really, what, what do your skills look like? Um, and then also, what, what is it that you want to do? I, you know, I, I, give, I give credit to our claim staff just from the standpoint of, you know, on that person's worst day, you can be their best friend because mm-hmm. you're, you're showing up, they've got a loss, they've been injured, and, and you can do your best to, to put them back together again. That is so very true. I've, I've had a good number of interactions with some wonderful insurance professionals this past year since uh, being a new homeowner once again, and uh, I am very grateful for just what you said, that responsiveness, a bit of sense of humor in <laughs> circumstances mm-hmm. that aren't necessarily funny, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, really, but, but tuning in to the individual uh, customer you know, is, is really important. Well, thank you. That, that makes, uh, kind of gives me something a little bit more concrete to, to understand what those, those skills might be. And it sounds like this is a field that a whole lot of different people could be attracted to and find, uh, uh, success in, uh, that's, you know, when I think about all the different, you know, majors or things that people might think that they're interested in of people who come with communication skills or even even art skills who might decide they're not necessarily going to be professionals in in the arts, but they've developed that teamwork and that collaboration to then, you know, develop uh, the specifics in insurance, a lot of opportunities. What do you see for the future in terms of the the uh, demand for employees? It's going to continue. It's not going away. We're seeing shifts. There's a lot of trends that go on. And right now we're seeing a huge issue with cybersecurity. Um, going on. The criminals are really busy over COVID and mm-hmm. the trends are really showing it's going to go up. So you're seeing a lot of insurance companies building their teams because you need to buy insurance for that. Um, the ransoms are going way up and the average company, big or small, can't os- often afford that ransom. Yeah. So now you got to insure for it. Um, so we're seeing a lot of that. So you're going to see shifts. It's always shifts. And you're kind of yeah. waiting to see like where the next thing that develops and who's going to start suing who for what. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what makes insurance interesting because it doesn't stay stagnant. It's mm-hmm. constantly shifting and going to like these meetings that we go to, we're kind of hearing what's going on nationally. 
Um, that's a big thing. You know, at LCC, and this is something that's going to be a surprise for Mike, um, we've, been, uh, we've been approached by the Society of Actuarials because there's a huge need for actuarials. And that's a four-year degree. You become an actuarial, uh, you know, type of, it's high-level math and all that. But we're going to start working on the first community college program where that's going to start really do we need to develop another class or we're just focusing on the calculus and economics and developing a certificate but we need to start working with the high schools more because you know we need two people who are really good at math and it's a very high paying job um but what can we do to start getting them ready at our level and is there any kind of entry level jobs for those that are really strong in those areas so Surprise, we'll be talking about that at our next meeting and how we're going to do But because we're being in their national company, a corporation as well. I think they're outside of Chicago and because they're, they're like, we, we need help. And you guys already kind of got this going. So let's keep it keep it going on actuarial side. You know, I think that that shows another example where LCC can work with in partnership with other other schools, whether it's Northwood or whether it's Michigan State or anything else. Mm-hmm. Michigan State has an actuarial program. So yep. if they get started here, they can transfer there and, and finish it up and everything else, yes. too. But, you know, that whole, you know, from our standpoint, the, the actuaries always were kind of, hey, they established the rates. And, and that, that area has grown tremendously um, to where they actually have uh, positions now called data scientists. So mm. they're, they're evaluating all the data and helping us make better decisions and everything else, too. So there, there's plenty of opportunities. If, if yes. somebody wants to sit at their desk and just crunch numbers, they can do that. But if they want to get up in front of a group and present the numbers and, 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 and have that sort of opportunity, that's available as well. Yes. That's but really exciting. Obviously, we have a lot more information available to us than we used to. And so how do we interpret that? It's important yeah. stuff. Yeah, indeed. We just have a couple more minutes. So I want to just give you each an opportunity if there's there's uh, something else you'd like to share that we've not touched on or our excitement for the, the future, please do. You know, I think this is just a field that is going to continue to grow. Um, I think one nice thing about this is there's so many positions that, you know, during COVID that was concerned, the insurance industry continued to grow. They transitioned very smoothly into at-home work, and a lot of them are still allowing many employees to work from home, at least part of the time. And I think it's one of those jobs you have a great work-life balance. Um, You have a lot and it doesn't matter which company you're at, but Accident Fund's definitely one of the leaders where it's just a great, you know, work environments. Uh, they care about their people. And if you have a situation where, like, I don't really want to go to drive to work every day, they're going to work with you in most cases that you can be in a position that you do that. And I think, you know, that's a good thing to remember because a lot of people are still dealing with certain things at home, whether it's children or adult parents. And it's nice to have flexibility where you don't always have to drive to work. Definitely. Um, But just having that environment that's very supportive, I think. That's great. That is great. You know, we talked about the placement and everything else, a lot of the different programs and everything else. And I think, you know, finding that job is always very important. But we also touched on internships. And I think that's huge because if somebody's not sure what they want to do, they can do an internship. And it's a daily interview. You know, they're they're interviewing with the company. The company's interviewing them every day. They can kind of decide, I want to do this or don't want to do this. Um, And even less, even beyond that is just the students in this program will have the opportunity to have a mentor. So maybe it's not a, a, an internship or anything else, but they're going to have a chance to interact with an insurance professional. Um, if they want, they can go do a job shadow. So all of those opportunities are available for somebody that's trying to figure out what they want to do um, or maybe what they don't want to do. That Those opportunities are available. That's, that is great. I, 
I'm going to have to end it here because we are just about out of time. But I do want to let our listeners know that uh, uh, you'll be able to go online and we'll have contact information for both uh, Mary Stucco and Mike Morrow and links to, to the website so that you can get more information about both Accident Fund and LCC's insurance program. Thank you both so much, Mike and Mary, for, for being here. Great conversation. And thank you all for tuning in to listen to this episode again and other episodes of Galaxy Forum and all the LCC Connect programming, visit lccconnect.org. Special thanks to our technical producer today, Lane Ingram, and to Andy Callis for composing our theme music. I'm Melissa Kaplan, and this is Galaxy Forum on LCC Connect.